Hey everyone, and welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live broadcast brought to you by Frontline Gaming. We are your hosts, Kicker, the chief of Serial and Sigilite of FLG. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm Seth, the Mad Doc, your competitive correspondent. Kicker, how have you been doing, brother? Okay, so honestly, guys, I'm really sad to say this. I won't be able to make it to the Austin GW event. It makes me extremely sad. I've been painting like crazy. Um, Richard, our producer, can you pull up that beautiful hobby progress? I've been staying up every night till basically midnight painting these beautiful minis. Um, we got an orc kill rig there. Is that just not gorgeous? So it's beautiful, right? Uh, come on, yep. give me a close-up of the uh, of the war boy there, right? It's just beautiful, right? Oh, beautiful, beautiful army. I, I love it. I've, it's been a real passion project, and I'm really upset that I can't go and show it off this weekend. But unfortunately, I'm a father, and sometimes daddy duty calls. Is, is this, uh, it's called parenting, I guess. Uh, my kid's mm-hmm. sick, mm-hmm. so I got to stay home and uh, <laughs> and, and and watch yeah. him. I, I don't have any of those. You don't so have any of those. You don't have those. You, you've got like a fur baby and a feather baby, right? Is do you call it? Yeah, do you I call mean, fur a feather baby. Is that a thing? I don't. I don't really call them that but sure i have dogs and a cat or dogs right. and a bird all right all right you know. but i do have some good news or at least something that made me extremely excited was yep. this new halo series that got announced i don't know about you seth but i grew up playing halo like that was my that was my video game right i mean through high school that's all i did halo halo halo, halo land parties right my grad i was one of those cool kids we didn't have a graduation party we just all got together and played a halo <laughs> land party all 16 guys you know we thought we were the coolest i, and, I did starcraft yeah. land parties starcraft all right there we go boom well, to have a live action Halo series, I think it's a series, is just going to be amazing. So yeah. that, that made my day. And oh, and, and dude, the Obi Wan uh, Obi Wan uh, series on Disney has been, you know, more info has been leaked on that. So, you know, I know it's not really forty k related, but come on, sci fi is sci fi. What about you, dude? You you were you were busy this weekend, weren't you? Yeah, I uh, I went to Warzone Atlanta and played eight rounds of forty k, and. Uh... I may have only won three of those with the free Buddhists. I'm not judging so. you. I'm not judging you. I did not do very well, but it was still a uh, fantastic time. I had a great time hanging out and seeing everyone. Um, Warzone, you know, is always a big party, so it was it was a good time. Um, but now that has freed me up so that I can go back to my janky orc combat build. <laughs> so I've been working on uh, kill rigs and squid yes. boys, just building. I've got a lot of building to do right now. Um, so that's what I've been up to. And if, if we're talking other, you know, content, um, I do believe the wheel of time series is supposed to premiere yes. uh, this weekend, which I'm super pumped for. And yes. they just released the, uh, the full trailer for, uh, what was it? Uh, Spider-Man no way home. Yeah, I, dude, I don't. Okay, don't don't hate me, but I'm kind of over Spider Man. Like, I've just I've had enough. Of you him. shut like, your mouth. <laughs> oh yeah, geez, man. All right, yes, sir. Uh, I mean, it just come on, you know. Like, I just all right. Um, I I I get it. I was not a fan of the Andrew Garfield mm-hmm. uh, universe, but I really have liked the Tom Holland ones. All right, um, all right. So I I've enjoyed his film so all right whatever okay well, anyway kicker in, industry yeah. news save this conversation boom all right guys nothing too crazy this week we do have um the the official announcement that the gene stealer cult and custody box or custodes box whatever you want to call it yep. that is coming out december it's going to be that wonderful you know Woo-hoo. dual army kit Woohoo! i'm excited for that but what's kind of interesting depressing sad i don't know it's just news is that gw is basically they've, they've admitted they've been very clear about it that the codex themselves won't be getting released till 2022 so it's can be another one of those things where you can get the you know the early access right then and there get get the cool new minis get get the the initial bug so, but everyone else so has are to we work. saying that the plan of generation in the making needs one more generation <laughs> 
Ooh, the, the, yes. Well, well, well said, so. Thank you. you. So I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not happy with this and I know a lot of people are not happy with this because they want their codex immediately. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, we can go off on a tangent about that, but we've got a lot of other things to talk about today. So let's just keep it moving along. We do know that, um, if you go to a GW store right now, so an actual Warhammer slash GW store, some of them are still being rebranded. Re re They're all supposed to be Warhammer stores, but a few ones still have the old Games Workshop logo. Yeah. If you go in there, you can get a cool free magazine, absolutely free. Um, it's 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 extremely childish, but I get so excited when I get free stuff. And it's just it's a, it's a legit magazine, dude. There's like 30, 40 pages of content in there. Yeah. Have, you, have you seen it yet? I have not because there's no okay. GW store anywhere near me. Oh, shame, shame, shame. Well, definitely pick one up if you have the opportunity. It's just fun, free stuff. Something to watch while you're taking a dump. I don't know. You know, there you go. Uh, <laughs> that's when all the good reading We don't stuff. need that visual. Sorry, Kicker don't need not that study visual. codexes in his small private bathroom. <laughs> What's a magazine? Magazines are basically designed to be read while you're in the bathroom. All right. All right so in review, anyone going to an event, do not borrow any of Kicker's <laughs> books or magazines. Got it? Yeah, don't don't right. do that. Um, the Blood Bowl, you know, I guess rollout has continued on with this new edition. I, I, I'm just calling it the Dungeon Edition. It's a little mm -hmm. different than the traditional Blood Bowl series, but I know people are excited about it because people that play Blood Bowl are fanatical about Blood Bowl. And to have this kind of new format here uh, is exciting. Seth, I've never played Blood Bowl. I can't speak to Blood Bowl, but it's just another new release, which is... Exactly. My only experience with Blood Bowl was the computer game, and it was very oh, yeah. frustrating. Yeah. And uh, but I know it has a devout following, almost oh, yeah. as devout as Battlefleet Gothic. <laughs> almost. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, and 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 hey, uh, books book wise, mm -hmm. um, the new black the Black Libraries released this Gabo book. It's basically a book all about the the Grot Revolution. The I guess Gabo's right? Revenge. Yeah, and it <laughs> the cover is kind of childish, but. I kind of got to read this because I've been listening to oh, yeah. uh, Brutal But Cunning right now, and it's extremely enjoyable. Um, I think the voices, I, I know that they're trying to get all thematic with the orc voices and the orc talk. I, mm -hmm. I kind of hate that part of it, but I like the content. I like the storyline. I think the, yeah. the voices are a little too goofy for me. Um, you, I'm sure, or, or you know, you, Seth, as an orc player, can appreciate the the attempt to mimic the sound of an orc, but it just doesn't doesn't work for me. Yeah. Um, Let's jump in really fast to the exciting stuff. The Black Friday sale for Frontline Gaming is official, 25% off. It's it's legit. It's 25% it off, off basically everything. everything. Yeah, basically everything. everything. All the mats, all the terrain. But the really, really spicy stuff is the brand new, fully painted Frontline Gaming terrain that is actually 25% off too. We've only got one set. You can see right here, yep. if you're watching uh, live, you can see the the, the the ruined terrain set. That's our number one selling set. And that's the only one available right now during the Black Friday sale in full color. In the beginning of 2022, we'll probably be uh, rolling out a different set each month. So right. if you have a favorite set like the Orc set, which is a crowd, mm -hmm. you know, crowd flavor or a Tau set mm -hmm. or whatever, those will all be coming in, in beautiful full color uh, through 2022. All right. Now, yeah. this is an important point on the terrain True. that I, I I am shaming you, Kicker. Yes. Because you are a marketing person, and I don't yes. think this was marketed well. And I had to reach out to the big, uh, the, the big Papa Emperor Reese yeah, himself Mr. to Reese. confirm this. Um, if we zoom in on the terrain, I don't know if we actually have that picture available, but um, comparing this ruin set to the, the original ruin set, the stained glass windows that were added to the set are fully line of sight blocking. Yes, they are. Um, <laughs> so you can't see, like, if you put, like, you know, unit of five guys in the corner, you can't see through them now. Nope. Um, and importantly, in talking to Reese, I confirmed, like, hey, this is what I'm looking at in these pictures. Is that right? And he's like, yeah, we created a, an additional piece of, of, of 
know, it's, I'm yeah, assuming MDF, it's still on MDF, yeah. but basically an extra kit of MDF for these pieces where you can glue windows onto them um, and, and block them. And they are optional. So you can yeah. choose to put them module, on or not, yeah. depending on however you want to build it up yourself. Um, so I thought that was really exciting that that they've they've kind of updated the terrain to make it uh, a little bit more compatible with ninth edition because exactly bottom floors being just open right now in ninth edition is really hard to deal with so i was really excited to see that so i'm excited to see uh what comes out of the rest of the terrain set um yeah. and we I have that new really um, really wanted to pull the trigger on buying a set of this terrain kicker but well, i know the orc stuff is like coming this yeah you, we're gonna coming. have the orc set that will not be in sale that'll be on the full okay. the full price now the photos of this stuff just don't do it justice right we were oh, just yeah. so excited to roll this out like literally we just got the machinery in last week we're like okay let's make a let's make a batch let's see how it comes out um so yeah we'll be taking the the orders up through black friday and then they'll be shipping slow, uh, slowly after or shortly after um but uh yeah no the, the train is gorgeous uh, i really we need to get some close-ups of, of this yeah. because it is it is like it's 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 just beautiful i mean i can't yeah. say it enough it's better yeah. than the painted stuff that we hand paint so um <laughs> yeah uh guys i want to tell you a little bit more we got we got a lot of emails that came in a lot of people messaged me directly about this vanguard tactics lvo workshop that we announced two weeks ago this this is this is big for us so this is the thursday night before the lvo there's going to be a workshop taught by stephen box of vanguard tactics in the 40k champs hall um, you know, it's, it's going to be a private class with just, just a few people. So limited tickets. Um, I'm just going to read a little blurb to give people a little bit more information because people have been kind of bombarding us. Like we want to know more. We want to know more tickets will be going on sale ideally before, before Wednesday of next week. So I want to, I want to go Tuesday if we can. And when they're mm -hmm. sold out, they're sold out. Um, the, the starting price is going to be $150 and that's for the full workshop. There's going to be a couple other tiers that include more stuff. Frontline Gaming is making a really cool limited edition army tray and, and mat for that. Uh, there's another, there's a, uh, Steven's got a lot of really cool, like Vanguard tactics stuff that's coming with it. And then if you mm -hmm. go to one of the more premium tier tickets, you get additional uh, coaching before, after, during the, the event as well. So anyway, uh, all those details will be on the ticket page next week. The workshop will be split into different lessons. Those lessons will be a mixture of theory and practical drills using the LBO terrain layouts at the table. You will be taught and shown what to do in theory in, in the theory part of the lesson. Then you will be head over to the tables uh, with your allocated work buddy to play through the drills at the table while the coaches circulate and assist you to ensure you can implement everything that has just been taught um, and so that you're ready for the day of play uh, the next day. The end of the session will be rounded off with the Q and A. Uh, the, the, um, the end of the session will be rounded off with Q and A with Stephen and his team. He's bringing in several coaches, um, and you can basically get any last minute questions uh, answered right then and there, and prepare yourself for the LVO. Um, there's also going to be a private. I was talking to Stephen today. There's going to be a private Discord that's going to go live three weeks before the event. So really if you cool. are a student, you get to jump into this Discord. You can show off your list. You guys can start talking about them. Uh, and and also you'll meet all the other students too. So that when you do show up at the LBO, you'll already have your like your, your little group of friends and you can all hang out and, and have fun. So yeah, uh, Mr. Steambox has also offered to donate a full year of classes as one of the prizes that we're going to be giving away to the uh, during the 40K Chats. Yeah, full year. Yeah, right? It's like $600. Um, and this is probably going to go for the uh, the person that needs the uh, the most improvement or the or the wooden spoon award. Because I don't, I don't I don't think somebody like John uh, Lennon or Sean and Aiden necessarily would want uh, <laughs> to get coached. Um, so yeah, that's 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 the big deal for us. Though, this know, is maybe, something we've not maybe done they want to be coach and they can steal his secrets. Oh, there we go. They, they want to steal the secrets. Yeah, competitive right? advantage, you know. <laughs> but but come on, the, the art of war guys. Right, the art of No, no, Seth. Like the the hype for this is real. Since we announced this, my inbox mm -hmm. had just get gotten bombarded. So we're trying to get these tickets live, and then have all the information on the ticket page so that people can just go and read it instead of try and call me. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. Seth, Everyone call kicker over? in the middle of the night. He definitely is not having trouble sleeping right now with the sick child at home. Yeah, exactly. He just, loves just, to answer emails at 1 a.m. Of course, I, I, all the time, all the time. Um, I think I think we have an ad coming up right now, right? We, we have to jump to this little yep. cut, right? Yeah, let's yep. do it. Uh, we'll be right back. Hey, Stephen here from Vanguard Tactics, and it's my absolute pleasure to announce this Vanguard Tactics signature in-person workshop which we're gonna be running at the Las Vegas Open in conjunction with the Frontline Gaming team. Now, this workshop that we've put together is all about helping you feel more confident at the table. Going to your first event is one thing, but attending the LVO and a super major can be another. And this workshop, what we're going to be doing is breaking down absolutely everything that you need to do in order to be successful. And the goal of this is so that you're gonna feel comfortable to play anybody, anytime, anywhere against any faction and also these skills that you're going to learn on this day you can then put into place as soon as you get home from the LVO whether you're playing pickup games or other tournaments. Now this is really exclusive and also unique experience that you're going to have. We're actually going to be playing in the Las Vegas Hall. We're also going to be playing on the tables and all the lessons, the deployment tactics, the strategies, the Developing a mission plan and game plan is all going to be done on the actual tables that you're going to be playing on. So again, a very unique experience. So actually when you get to the table and you meet your first opponent, you're going to understand exactly what you have to do for the mission. You're going to know how to deploy your army. You're going to also know how to execute a plan. You're going to know already what you need to be asking your opponent so you can feel really comfortable when you get there. The whole point of this is to feel calm and collected. So again, I just want to say a huge thank you for Frontline Gaming Team for having me and putting this on with me. So if you'd like to sign up for this workshop, then I'd absolutely love to see you there. Spaces are limited. And if you do, then check out the links either above or below, and I'll see you at the Las Vegas Open. All right. So uh, that was our, our little plug from Stephen over from Vanguard Tactics. Uh, just kind of giving you guys a bit more about, about what's going on. Um, but let's get into the FLGN news. Um, so Game Changers, the lovely Steve Joel, uh, interviewed Manny Chima this week, um, which is quite entertaining. So go give that a listen. Uh, those two have a good time about it. Um, and our uh, our brothers, our younger Less privileged brothers <laughs> over at Grim After Dark. Uh, they did have Adrian on from Tabletop Titans. Um, now, this is important for everyone at home. They, they were very excited by their viewership last night. It was, it was a very large crowd that, that came over to view them. But we suspect that it was not Adrian that drew the crowd, but instead... Not. Our lovely producer over here on Signals mm -hmm. hopped over to help them last night, and that's probably what pushed the crowd. I mean, he's got such him. a loyal following that will follow yeah. him from show to show. Clearly, so. it is Richard. Um, don't forget <laughs> to check you, out Chapter Tactics this week. And you might be wondering why did Richard have to to, to you know fill in for for Valve? Usually, Valve's the man behind the scenes over Grim After Dark. Well, that's because Valve is getting ready to run the GW stream this weekend in Austin. And yep. I said Austin correctly yes, all week did. long. I've been calling it wrong, saying it's New Orleans, but I got it right. So go <laughs> check out the GW stream this weekend at Austin, um, and make sure to tell Valve you appreciate all this hard work because it's probably taking years off his life doing this. <laughs> Hey, hey, Seth, um, I, I know that I can't make it, but can you give us a quick like rundown about the competitive world that we that we're facing this weekend? I can try. Can so, try. Um, you know, this this weekend was a bit of a 
bit of a mixed bag with with the new FAQ coming out. So some events did adopt it, some didn't. Um, but interestingly, uh, it seems that uh, Grey Knights have kind of moved up to the, the top dog in terms of win percentages, up to 53%. They were 60% previously, um, so that was a drop for them, but that still is the highest uh, army win percentage from last weekend. Um, and then the big scary three, the Drakari, the Orcs, and the Admex, they all saw a drop in their win rate, um, with Drakari going from 59% down to 49%. Orcs going from 56 to 52, and the dreaded Admech getting the the heaviest of nerf bats going from 63 down to 51%. Dang. So, yeah. Overall, that's that, those are pretty good initial numbers. You know, most armies hovering in the mid 50s is a good place to be. Um, whether that number will stay like that, I I don't know because there, I certainly know some Drakari guys that are already teching into some different builds to take advantage of some different um, aspects of that army. So we could see those those win percentages start to creep back up as as the Admech Orc and and Drakari players re-optimize their lists. You know, they might not have had enough yeah. time to figure it out. Kicker, did you see the announcement from the WTC today? No, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm here for, folks. Um, so the WTC I only focus on probably uh, gaming stuff. Come on, man. <laughs> well, that's what I'm here for is to look at everything else. Um, so the WTC put out an, a statement today and, and you can go check it out on all their social media. I'm not going to read it verbatim here because it's like 27 pages long, I feel like. But the, the gist of it is um, based off of some of concerns that occurred uh, recently at the uh, Coventry GT um, with some players uh getting red carded for cheating and, and fairly obvious manners. Um, they have gone ahead and preemptively banned a number of players from participating wow. in WTC events. Wow. Um, so that, that was a pretty strong stance them. they did not name who they banned. Um, but it was interesting that they did say, Hey, we are aware that there are some, some bad apples in the community that historically have shown that they are not going to change their ways. So these members will not be allowed to participate in arguably one of the biggest events in the world and at least the biggest team event in the world certainly um so that was very interesting for them to to make that decision i i support that idea um they they said they reached out to team captains to let them know like hey this guy's in your country and he can't play so don't bank on him playing so um you know i'm, I'm not sure how much of the field will see change out there but that was an interesting announcement coming yeah. out of them today such a tricky um, subject yeah yeah so let's get into our ITC recap, um, starting off with our competitive track. Not a lot of movement here this weekend. Um, so we still have good old man Brad Chester himself hanging in at number one. Uh, number two with the loveliest hair in 40K, Sean Naden. Um, number three, uh, the the dethroned boy king, now Joffrey, John Lennon. Um, <laughs> he continues to, to hold strong. Um now, in, in our UK invasion continues yeah. with Manny Chima at four and Malik Rubio at five. Uh, hopping on down to the old 40K hobby track, we have JT Steger at number one, Lee Harris at number two, my beloved orc breth- brethren, Jacob Thayer in number three, Scott Boucher in number four, and Noah Bedham in number five. Moving on down to the AOS competitive track, we have had some motion here. Uh, with Gavin Grigar being our number one. Uh, Caleb Walters is our number two. Uh, James O'Brien is our number three. Um, the the long-reigning Anthony Trentinality is now down to four, and Jordan Duncan slides into in. the fifth-place slot. Uh, and in our hobby track, we've also had a little bit of motion here as well. Nick Garcia is number one. Ian Wood is number two. Christopher Hernandez is number three. Derek Page is number four. And Noe Aquino, or Noe Aquino, however you pronounce that, uh, is number five. 
Um, and last but not least is our kill team rankings. And we've had some movement here as well. Fernando Marcos is our number one with Daniel Marcos and number two. The Marcos clan, again, dominating the top two spots. They've Lazarus brothers, sliding man. into, I hope they're brothers. Maybe yeah. they're father and son. You don't know. <laughs> father um, and son. Right, right. Lazarus, number three. Ryu Wilfong, number four. And our new challenger, Carlos Duran, coming in in the fifth place slot. All right. All right. Yep. So... With that out of the way, it is time for us to bring in our guest. Tonight, we have Rob Bear on, um, and we're bringing Rob on specifically to, to kind of talk about some alternative uh, tournament formats. Uh, I played at Warzone Atlanta this weekend that had an alternative format. Uh, Rob and the rest of the guys over at the Long War, they run a doubles event um, at a lot of the different FLG events, so he's here to explain that. If you don't know who Rob Bear is, um, he is the editor of Spiky Bits, um, the long-term uh, purveyor of uh, the Long Wars. Um, so let's bring him on. Yeah, let's bring him in. Let's bring him in. Hey, hey Rob. Rob. Thanks for hey, having everybody. us. It's great so, to be here. So, so Rob, I, I first question because this is kind of a requirement for any you know guest oh, yeah. on the show. Sorry, I forget. Yeah, yeah so I, I got to. I got to. You can take a drink, Seth. I'll, I'll, I'll take this. Rob, what is your favorite sugary breakfast cereal? Oh, yeah, you're not gonna like my answer. No, you got. You got to give it, man. You got to don't say oatmeal because else you, we're just gonna you know unplug you immediately. So I'm uh I'm afflicted with All a. Right. Uh, Oh, with the glutens. Oh, no, I can't eat cereal. Um, (laughs) There's no cereal. Nothing. I have heard that Fruity Pebbles is gluten free and I enjoyed Fruity Pebbles as a child. So (laughs) I would have to say that if I was to eat a sugary cereal in the morning, it would be Fruity Pebbles. All right. All right. I I can. I I can. I'm I'm sorry. I've just no one's ever told me that they like basically can't eat cereal. Like, I don't know how you live, but um, apparently (laughs) kicker has seven meals a day. It's it's, it's quite impressive, really. (laughs) Jeez. Well, uh, moving right along, Rob. um, So there's a lot of different formats out there. Yeah. the long war doubles we, we had to bring you in because for LVO we, we've been running long war doubles on the Sunday after, mm-hmm. after you know during the finals of the of the champs and I was you know I was floored to see that this thing sold out quickly um, we had to actually go in and add more tickets because it's apparently you've got a very loyal following of of players and I have never played in a team or a doubles event ever and and the long war doubles is is like a legitimately unique format that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you want to take credit for? It? Is this your baby? Did you create this? Is this a team effort with you and Wyatt? Who's who created this? And maybe you can explain a little bit more about the Long War Doubles. I would say, you know, I don't know if anybody creates anything anymore. I think it's just <laughs> uh, we all just kind of pull it out of the collective ether. But all right, all right. Um, you know, it was kind of born a lot from like kind of some of the other team tournaments out there, and just wanting to you know have a way, an easy access way for a lot of folks that maybe would feel uncomfortable in a tournament setting to still come out and play because they'd be paired up with one of their buds that maybe is a little bit more competitive, or a little bit more uh, versed in the tournament scene. Yeah. And, and then they feel comfortable, you know, it's kind of like the buddy system. Um, <laughs> Who is your exit buddy? Yeah. 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 Kicker and I exercised the buddy system yeah. in new Orleans and it, it failed on a few occasions. Well, we, we get, yeah, but that's okay. Well, <laughs> no buddy system is great though. I, I didn't think about that at all. That, that going to a tournament with, with basically a more experienced player will make it way more comfortable and they might already have mm-hmm. their friends there. Yeah, no. Cause, cause it is a little intimidating going to a big event and not knowing anyone. Yeah. It, it kind of is. And, you know, we, we always say, Hey, you know, come out to the event. You know, if you're listening, you're, you're already friends with us, you know, stop, at least stop by if you're not going to play and say hi. And, um, sometimes we crowdsource like help with the pain scores, you know, cause it's a lot of, a lot of yeah. people to judge in like that hour break. But, uh, 
So, so the painting score. So, uh, just just walk us through it. So, it's obviously a doubles event. So, it's it's two players. Mm-hmm. Um, what you, you so the painting score is that a big is that a separate score? Is that part of your overall score, or how does that work? So, I think I think we slid it. I think it's like three to one with emphasis on like the hobby and the um the composition as okay. you're rated by your opponents. Oh wow! Um, yeah. So it actually kind of pays to not be as competitive as possible at this thing. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, the, the battle score is basically the, the last component of it. Right. Um, it's, it's more about, you know, hobby, having fun, um, and just, you know, really bringing out some dope armies. There's, there's bonus points for bringing gifts for your opponents, um, buying, (laughs) buying judges drinks. Wait, wait, you can get points for buying judges drinks. Is that, I think, I think it's a point if you, (laughs) if you buy the judge a drink. Yes. Okay, um, so you, I, you get gifts. There's yeah, I, I participated in uh, 2020 that year, okay. and uh, my 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 roommate and I that went, uh, we did not read the full packet, and <laughs> we got there, and our opponents like, here's your gift, and we were like, oh, what? <laughs> so we we caught got caught off guard, but we still had a blast, man. So wait, wait, yeah, Seth, people definitely go all out for this. Seth, mm-hmm. what was the gift? Like, what was actually given during? I'm I'm curious because I mean, gifts are kind of cool. I like to give people like a dice if I've got like one of my custom mm-hmm. die. Like, what were, I mean, what yeah, were you? Yeah, people given? have done dice. I think we had. Um, I think the guys gave us beer koozies. All right, all right. Yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah but people do all kinds of different stuff. T-shirts and actually <laughs> having club T-shirts or team T-shirts themed, or even being in full like cosplay like kind of oh. gear. There's points for that. Wow. Um, gift bags. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So people like made whole like wolf tooth necklaces for people. <laughs> you know, in the past yep. when we did Adepticons, and it's it's just a blast. No, that's cool. That's cool. So basically, you you. You're, you know, one third of the, the point rub- of the scoring rubric is the, the actual game. Mm-hmm. The rest of it is your 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 sportsmanship, I guess, the the, the painting, the, the parents. Cool. I like the, it. The so- I don't even have a sport like the social aspect of it. Like it's, you know, sportsmanship sounds more like, all right, I didn't, you know, just call kicker a dick on the table when he shot my unit. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, there, there's a there's a little checklist, you know, and yeah. um, it's 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 pretty above board, like. We, we haven't had any real problems. We've had one person we, we've had to politely just be like, hey, don't come back. So, so do you have All right, look, like- I'm right here, Rob. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was that guy. Didn't bring a gift. I know. All right. <laughs> next time. Next time. So, so, I mean, I guess, I mean, is this a lot of work on your end being a TO and like the head judge of it? Because it seems like there's a lot of um, paperwork to run an event like there this. There is. So that's kind of the barrier. Because I'm wondering why I haven't seen more of these. Because like like I said, the results speak for themselves. This event's extremely popular. Um, I mean, this is one of the few events that has sold out. So like how, why, like why aren't they not more of these? And it must be the barrier to entry, right? I mean, it, it just got that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard for people to run an event like this. Because I'm assuming, is it just you and Wyatt running this? Or do you have like, extra judges helping you? Because you were saying that the painting is an issue, right? To judge that many armies in that in yeah. one day. Yeah. You got to hustle like there's been times where it was um i think the first maybe year that we did it I, it was just me running around doing it the oh, paint geez. judging in like an hour like yeah. i was like we can't do that again <laughs> and then, <laughs> and uh, um so i think me and Wyatt at this next event will be not lvo um yeah. will be the 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 main you know like organizers yeah. um and then of course you know we'll probably put the word out hey if you're coming you want to help us like paint judge Oh, that'd be great. And yeah. we'll, we'll we, you know, we have the schedule in the packet when the lunch break is, and that's a huge help. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work, but to be honest, like we kind of co-opt with 
events such as yourself mm -hmm. to to run them so you know basically we just kind of show up and you guys already have the train out yeah, the table you guys the have venue. the tables yeah. we're just kind of like helping kind of support your event yeah. and giving people something to do you know on that on that day you know it's a great it, it works out great on sunday because yeah. some sometimes people might not still be playing in the singles only eight people get to play in the finals of the champs we have 1200 people playing in the in, in the 40k champs so only eight of those people are going to actually have something they have to do on sunday so yep. it makes okay. sense and i guess it's a nice um way to transition from like cutthroat competitive to something <laughs> fun and and gift giving i guess like it just seems like yeah. a great way to to switch it out so so it is confirmed we've got you guys at lvo there are a few more tickets mm -hmm. left at the lvo uh long war doubles and now cherokee which is our newest event that was announced that's gonna be happening in february in uh in north carolina in, in cherokee okay, on the reservation can, I, can i hop in for yeah, two yeah, things here one chat i am keeping an eye on what you guys say so if you have any questions throw them in and we'll get to them at the end um so. but do we have the the second thing is kicker do we have the official dates yet for cherokee yeah cherokee is february 25th through 27th in okay so that's I've, this you know I've gotten that question on the side from a few people already, so and I couldn't find it anywhere published. So, twenty yeah, fifth through the twenty seventh, folks. Yeah. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sunday will be the finals for the forty gate champs, and then yeah. the long war doubles for everyone else. If you do get into the forty k finals, you're one of those top eight. Um, we will refund your uh, long war doubles ticket, so you can sign up for both. Uh, you know that'll be a full refund. Um, but yeah, no. The idea is that we want everyone to come up to Cherokee, have a lot of fun, and then get to play on Sunday. Play this this fun uh, this fun yeah. format. This is your home turf too, Rob. I mean, I, okay, I know it's a full state. It's like a couple hours away from you, but still, it's, it's your, it's your <laughs> no, home turf, it's right? Next door to him. It's next door. It's that right next door. I wish there was a casino right next door to me. <laughs> right? You'd probably be in trouble. Um, so that's decisions. one format. Uh, Seth, you were just at Atlanta for a totally different format, the Warzone yeah. Atlanta format. That's like a southeastern specialty, right? Because I don't know the Warzone Atlanta format has really the Warzone yeah. format really. Well, so they did right. a very different format this year than they did in previous years, okay, and. Sure. and it was an interesting one. So um, they kind of had the issue of uh, they they usually are getting they're, they're getting enough players now that they normally a five round event. Five rounds was not enough to get to an undefeated single undefeated champion. So they needed to add more rounds. They couldn't get the Monday afterwards. They didn't want to move the start of the event to the Friday because it's always been a Saturday Sunday event. So a lot of folks yeah, yeah. they thought they might not be able to get them to move that you know time off to Friday. So yeah. yeah. They decided to run a separate event on Friday for just the people that wanted to compete for best general. Yeah. Um, so just the people that were there, we called it the shark tank that were Super trying to win it all. Yeah. That, that the results of that event fed into the main event that started Saturday. So if you went three and O on Friday, you would only play people that were already three and O starting Saturday. So you continue to play okay. more top level players. Um, and it, the, the, Friday event did not affect your paint score, did not affect your standing for sportsmanship, and it did not affect your like where your overall score ended up being because yeah, yeah. they do score those as well. So it was interesting to front load a lot of those uh, those those kind of matchups, um, and it basically meant that like the top players did not have an easy path. They were playing nothing but skilled players from the, the start, and unfortunately, sometimes when you get to these like really large events, like it might be three, four rounds before someone of like a Brad Chester or a Sean Naden quality run up against another top tier competitor. Yeah. Um, so it was really interesting to see how that, that panned out. I don't know if they're going to do it again next year. I don't know if it's the best format, but it was interesting because it made for a really hard win path for some of those players to get through. Yeah. 
Yeah, Rob, you've been in this world probably longer than Seth and I in terms of the, the, the industry. I, I mean, like you, you've, you've obviously very, you know, you've got your hands on the pulse of the, the community. Is there a format that you've seen that has changed over the years that has been the one? Like, was there a format? Like, I, I know at one point it was just RTTs, but have they always been kind of this way or have they kind of morphed over the years to become, you know, what, what Frontline Gaming is running or what GW is running now? Um, so, yeah, it, it started as like an RTT and then GW kind of rolled out the the GT kind of thing as uh, the super competitive kind of tournament experience uh, in the late 90s. Was that and their Games Day format or, or is that something? Yeah, and then they started mixing. Then Games Day started just to kind of be a general tournament okay. in general. Um, it was more about like the, the whole event and, mm -hmm. you know, just celebrating the Warhammer hobby and everything. And, and those were great. Um, yeah. If you if you never been to one, hopefully they bring them back. I, I think yeah. they said they were bringing them back. Cool. Um, but I think you know there there was uh, different formats like back when we had Apocalypse. There was oh, Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh. And you know some some places would you'd have Apocalypse tournament, then you have a singles tournament, then you have a team tournament, and if you played on all three, that was like the Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. That was eleven games of forty k over a cool. weekend and across. And formats, Apocalypse you know. games are not short games. <laughs> no. Well, they were because you had all those templates and D weapons and things. Oh God, yes. <laughs> yeah, the pie plate things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they lasted about the same. You know, when it was one on one, it lasted about the same time as a forty k game, a normal. You know, two thousand point, fifteen hundred point, whatever. Um, and then a lot of events they just do. You know, they just do cool stuff like you know, like Warzone Atlanta did, or you know, like you you guys uh, come up with new stuff all the time. And um, so it's just really cool to see all the formats yeah. and things that are happening. You know, everywhere really. GW's been rolling out their format, which is definitely not the same as what Frontline Gaming's done. I think that they take a page because obviously Mike's involved uh, from the from the Nova format with mm -hmm. their their day three. Everyone still gets to play kind of brackets. I personally really enjoy that format. I mean, I you know I take Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off to go play. I'm, I'm glad I got to go play Sunday with people that were more of my you know my my level, my skill level, which is very very <laughs> yeah. low. You know, <laughs> and and I kind I kind of like that. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, but 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 Rob, do you think that you know six rounds is enough, or do you think people have the the the, the gas in the tank to go a full you know eight nine rounds in one weekend? I mean, the average player, obviously the the pros, yeah, they can go all all you know nonstop. But what's your thoughts on the average player? Do you think six, two days six rounds is enough, or or do you think we need to add a a third day of play for everyone? Well, I guess really it just comes down to polling people and what they prefer. But yeah. you know, that's now you got to start talking about like endurance like yeah. you know you're on <laughs> cement floors yeah you know you you might be missing a meal yeah um yeah you know uh you gotta stay hydrated you know <laughs> yeah it's uh it's it's an endurance challenge at that point you know when you start playing all that so um definitely want to definitely want to be up for it uh Seth, are you seeing anything in the chat or anyone uh talking about different formats that they like I mean I know Seth you've done a few three days of of combat yeah uh yeah. how, how do you feel about all that um i i uh it's definitely in i you know kind of a little peek behind the curtain kicker and i are trying to get um the steven box on because it does take a physical toll on you being being at you know three days of gaming particularly when you're uh, a very tall man like myself and the tables are at like knee height for you and you're like <laughs> you're cool i'll just die now thanks <laughs> um you know, so it's it's definitely something that you have to consider some physical fitness. Um, it's definitely something that you have to like make sure you eat right because you get an upset stomach. <laughs> no, I, no I may or may not have like mid turn one looked at one of my opponents this weekend. I was like, "Look, man, I had spicy ramen for dinner. 
Put the clock on me. I'll be back. Yeah, he just ran. I have just ran. I have shown up in my in my younger years. I have showed up at a few events. Mm, probably not completely sober yeah. in the morning, yeah. and uh, and that is that is a terrible choice as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. So what you're saying is don't host a beer hammer event on Thursday. Yeah. Before the main event Friday. It's not going to happen. <laughs> well, Got okay. Be rough. So some of the other events do have like weird mini games. So I was looking at Star Wars Legion because they've, they've been really, really growing in all the frontline gaming mm-hmm. you know, events. I mean, Star Wars Legion has, has become a staple now for us. Um, they do like these miniature like side games on Friday, which mm. are just kind of like to pump you up for Ooh. the main event, which is kind of yeah. cool. So it's like, you know, prep work or, you know, practice if you want. Um, X-Wing does heats, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, you'll play heat one on Friday, heat two on Saturday, and then the top players play on Sunday, which is a whole nother, you know, Custom. format, which is like, oh, geez, I, I don't know if I would like that because if you play in heat one, like basically just one day of play, um, which I guess is fine. But if you're flying out, well, the, you know, the games are, are, are smaller yeah. or the time, the games yeah. are smaller. The times are, or it's basically half the time of a 40 K. Yeah. 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 What do y'all do? Two and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and I mean, it's, it's, I think yeah, it's like two, two and a half. It's like le- definitely less than two and a half hours. I mean, I think it's nine, 90 minutes. Yeah. It's, it's, they move fast and uh, also mm-hmm. they take up basically no space, which is really convenient for us. But uh, the idea of doing heats is kind of cool because we can have a bigger event, right? So we can have a hundred people yeah. one day, a hundred people another day. Suddenly now you have a, a 200 person event basically. Yeah. Um, but only the tables for a hundred. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so logistically it's good for us, but I'm always wondering about the player experience. Yeah. So, so kicker, you had mentioned that they did like Star Wars Legions as a side event, and I wanted to ask Rob, have you ever done a night joust? Ooh, uh, I haven't played in one, no. <laughs> yeah. but it sounds fun. Yeah, I've I've heard about them, but I've never played in one. But that I've 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 seen a lot of people do those as a side event on like the the night before the main event. Um, uh-huh. and and most of the formats I've heard is like, all right, everyone lines, you know, you split the group into into two groups. And they fight, and then whichever team is left standing, that entire team gets cut in half and goes again and again until you're down to like one standing night. Yeah, yeah it's it's really popular. We've been doing it at, at LVO a lot, so we have a new guy hmm. running a new T, uh, TO running it for us. But it's mm-hmm. the same format we've always done, and you know, it's it's basically bring any one of your Titanic units from whatever army. I think there's like some Nids equivalent. I, I don't play tier Nids, mm-hmm. but there's somebody who's already asked about it and it's been allowed in. You know, there's going to be Stompas, Seth, for you, and of course Chaos Imperium Knights. Yeah, it's a fun format and just another fun mini game before the real tournament kicks off. Um, yeah. You know, especially because people come to something like LVO, they're there to hang out all day long and all night long. So we want to keep them those uh, options. But um, yeah, Seth, do you have anything else you want to talk about the formats? Uh, Rob, anything else that's on top of your mind? Any recommendations as we roll into 2022? Any thoughts that we could... That includes you, chat. Or chat, of course. Uh, Are you guys having a Marvel Crisis Protocol event? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so... Cherokee? Okay, so I'm trying to get one at Cherokee. I know we've been discussing oh, so, on the back. Okay. I no no no. We, we I I I'm I have the space. I have like we have mm. the terrain. We have everything. We just need some local community member. And if you're listening, hint, please. hint local community to the where, where what part of North Carolina are we talking about? Uh, just by the stall of it, really. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, all of North Carolina. It's it's so close. Any any Marvel Crisis Protocol in North Carolina, get a hold of Kick or South Carolina or Georgia or Tennessee. I'll give you all... his personal number. You can call <laughs> oh yeah. Him. Ask him to borrow a codex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you can borrow a codex. Um, but but you know, seriously, guys, we would we would love to have Marvel Crushes Protocol. That's another game system that's just like it's it's taken off. I love it, and we want to have that at Cherokee. Um, I don't actually have any idea how that format is done. I'm assuming it's just a standard, you know, win loss kind of 
pairing system. But uh, I, 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 you know, we have the largest Marvel Crisis tournament ever at LVO. I think we have something yeah. like 120 players or something like 130 that players. Is the biggest. Yeah, it's well, insane. Well, let me let me get to some of the the hot burning yeah. chat questions. Go, go for it. Go um, for it. Go for it. Oh, I see you adding those to our notes. Yeah. I did. I did. Oh. The elephant in the room. <laughs> Rob doesn't age. Compare old school pictures to now. Time has no hold on him. Is he immortal? An eternal? <laughs> a lizard Wait, person? Wait, is that... Did you make that up? No, no that's a real chat. chat from question from chat. Oh, dude, oh. are you a lizard person? A lizard people? Are you? Is there something? They, they've that's... had a long conversation about you potentially being some sort of slan on a palaquin being carried by skinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can. I think you can blame K.R. Quinn and Wolfries Carl for that. What is your secret, um, Rob? How do you not age? Do you use a lot of moisturizer? I, I I could go into my 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 daily skincare regimen, but I don't think anybody cares about any of that. <laughs> they also said that they're getting uh, Teller from Penn and Teller vibes. Oh. Have you got that one before? I have not got that one before, but I can see it. There we go. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Right. Uh, hey, um, Seth, someone's asking, what are you drinking? What have you been drinking? Yeah. Um, my, my wife on her way back from uh, a wedding this weekend stopped at a farmer's market and picked up uh, Hank's Gourmet Diet Root Beer. Oh, okay. Oh, Ooh. So that's what I'm Ooh, drinking. Fancy. I, I'm, a, I'm a root beer fanatic, man. I'm all about root beer. Nice, nice, nice. Um, speaking of Penn & Teller, I, I got to just say this because it is my job. I mean, I work full-time for Frontline Gaming. Uh, Penn & Teller is at the Rio. So if you're going to the Las Vegas Open, you, you mean you Penn & Rob is at the Penn Rio. Penn & Teller that night in the hall. Um, I, I know this because I'm trying to set up some discounted rates at the uh, for, for show tickets and stuff. For, for our attendees. Um, that was actually what I was doing like an hour before this uh, recording. So yeah, <laughs> Penn and Teller nice. is at the Rio. Um, we got any other burning questions that we got to answer? No, I mean, chat's, chat's just having a good time talking to themselves about Rob's skincare routine now. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys getting like a Zordon vibe? Because I'm like... Um, am I big on the screen? Is that yeah, what yeah? Saying? Like we're we're much small. That's the fun part. We went to an event and and you know, kicker Shelby and I are all kind of scaled down to the same size here. And then we showed up at the event and everyone was like, "We thought you all were the same height." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. No, you know, you know, and our guest is always featured uh, predominantly yes, on yes, the. the you have a nice little border. Yeah, I'm so I'm, big. I'm, Look at this. No, I always wanted to be this big. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually this tiny in real life. I am I am travel size. I I, I am compact. And Seth, he's uh, my little buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just puts me in the suitcase and, our, and rolls me around when we yeah. when we travel. Um. Well, well, guys. Uh, thank you. Uh, next week on Singles from the Frontline, Rob will be telling us how to take care of your skin and uh, how to yes. age. We'll um, make sure to add a, a Rob skincare routine segment. <laughs> Weekly. And, and hopefully we'll have a Stephen Box to talk about the endurance yeah. needs. Uh, Seth, you want to wrap us up and take us out of here? Uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us this week. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Signals from the Frontline. Uh, have a great week, and we will see you next Wednesday. Good night, guys. <laughs>